Welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one miraculous page of Talmud a day. Now, if you are listening to the show in real time, it's the day after Hanukkah, and you may feel a bit, well, miracled out. I mean, even the most miracly miracle begins to feel a bit eh, played out after eight days. Okay, okay, we get it. There wasn't enough oil, and yet somehow it lasted eight days. Amazing. Can we please move into Purim now? But just when we thought we were out, the Talmud pulls us back in. We flip open today's duff, Tanis 25, and what do you know? Another miracle. And this time, it isn't even about oil. It's about yuch, vinegar. Have a listen. The Gemara relates that one Shabbat evening, Rabbi Hanina Bendosa saw that his daughter was sad. He said to her, My daughter, why are you sad? She said to him, I confused a vessel of vinegar for a vessel of oil, and I lit the Shabbat lamp with vinegar. Soon the lamp will be extinguished, and we will be left in the dark. He said to her, My daughter, what are you concerned about? He who said to the oil that it should burn could say to the vinegar that it should burn. Atana taught, that lamp burned continuously the entire day until they brought from it light for Havdalah. It may just be my adult brain, but this story struck me as almost a comedic riff on the Hanukkah story that, when examined, turns out not to be comedic at all. Because Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa's daughter is here to teach us a very profound lesson about the very nature of miracles, and more importantly, how to miracle correctly. To really grasp this point, let's go back to first principles. What, pray tell, is the true miracle of Hanukkah? Ask members of some Jewish communities, like those in Ethiopia, say, who go strictly by biblical traditions, not later rabbinical additions, and chances are they wouldn't even know about the bit involving the oil and the menorah and the temple, what to us is the heart of the story of Hanukkah. That's later stuff, rabbinic additions cobbled together through the centuries. It's nowhere in the Hebrew Bible. The closest thing to a biblical account of the story of Hanukkah we've got are the non-canonical books of the Maccabees, Maccabim 1 and Maccabim 2, which describe the fight against the wicked Antiochus. And if you read these books, which Ethiopian Jews do, but most Jews elsewhere rarely bother, you'd find a very different miracle taking center stage the miracle of a small band of believers defeating a mighty imperial army. The rabbis, then, the same cats that brought us our beloved Talmud, did one beast of an editing job. They took a historical account of a bloody war, shaved away all the gruesome Game of Thrones bits about swords and shields and sandals and blood, and wrote instead a brand new scene about tired and victorious Maccabees entering the temple finding oil, and receiving God's divine providence. They moved the action from the battlefield to the inside of the sanctuary, making the miracle feel very domestic, very intimate, and very low-key compared to the original account of God's hand guiding every lethal sword strike and every deadly blow. Why would they do that? Why rob us of an amazing action movie writ large, the sort of big Ridley Scott-type production, only to replace it with an indoors, poorly lit scene that feels like it was taken from some moody foreign film? To answer that question, maybe it helps to go back and look at the first appearance of the Hebrew word for miracle in the Bible. The word is nes, 
and we first encounter it in chapter 21 of the book of Numbers. The people of Israel, being Jews, complain. The desert is too hot. The food is not good enough. Well, listen to them. Wherefore have ye brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? They cry out to Moses. For there is no bread, neither is there any water, and our soul loatheth this light bread. The Almighty can't take the scratching anymore, so he sends serpents to dispense with the whiny multitudes. Moses prays, and God agrees to stop this plague. And the Lord said unto Moses, Make thee a fiery serpent, and set it upon a pole, and it shall come to pass that every one that is bitten, when he looketh upon it, shall live. That pole is the nes, the same word that now means miracle in Hebrew. And it's interesting to think that this miracle, the first recorded under this very word, isn't some grand theatrical production. We've already seen the sea splitting in two, mind you. But something that is very personal. You have to look unto it yourself in order to live. And also a response to hardship. The miracle occurs for you when you need it most. It's a gift, a reminder of God's love and of your relationship with Him. It's not consecrated in blood. It's not a big national bond. It's not triumphalist. It's not political. It's very, very personal. Which brings us back to Hanukkah and to Rabbi Hanina Bendosa's daughter. Why did the rabbis of the Talmud suppress the military epic of the books of the Maccabees and wrote instead a domestic miracle? Because they knew what Rabbi Hanina Bendosa knew, that the real miracle is the one we experience indoors and in our hour of greatest need. They knew that if we start believing in miracles, meaning the divine delivery of victory over our enemies, if we became persuaded that God was always on our side and grew confident and warlike, we were bound to lose sight of the real meaning of our relationship with our Creator. A relationship that happens on a national level, sure, but always begins alone, at home, in our hearts. If we have that kind of faith, the vinegar will burn just fine, and the oil will last eight days, and every day will be a miracle all of its own. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sara Fredman Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia, with help from Quinn Waller. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon.